Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And we have a special returning guest with us today, Leslie Allen. Good morning, Leslie. Good morning, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, so Leslie's part of a special organization. Um, You might remember, for our loyal listeners, we had an episode last year where we talked a little bit about Tunnel to Towers. But for our new folks, Leslie, tell them a little bit about what that is. So the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is a nonprofit that was started by the family of Stephen Siller. Stephen was an FDNY firefighter who was off duty on 9-11. He was actually on his way to golf with his brothers when he heard about the planes hitting the towers. Um, He called his wife and said, hey, I'm not coming home. I got to go to work. Turned around, went back to his firehouse in Brooklyn to find it empty, of course. So he grabbed all of his gear and what equipment he could and headed from Brooklyn to Manhattan. Um, But as all of us who are watching the news know, they weren't letting traffic into Manhattan because they were trying to get everybody out. So Stephen parked his truck at the opening of the Brooklyn Tunnel, put on all of his gear, probably 60 pounds worth, and proceeded to run through the Brooklyn Tunnel to the Twin Towers where from what they've pieced together they think he met up with his crew and was last Mm -hmm. seen going into the south tower before it collapsed Uh, so that's where the name tunnel to towers comes from it's in honor of steven's uh, final footsteps yeah the family really wanted to show that there was good that could come from the evil of that day and so they created this foundation and it has evolved significantly over the years uh just since you and i have first talked about it matt it's had tremendous growth uh here we are 21 years later unbelievable yeah and (laughs) they have some amazing programs going on um the foundation really their whole mission is to do good uh to honor the lives that were lost that day like stevens you know there were 343 firefighters in total lost that day almost 3,000 people yeah. And uh, first responders who are continuing to lose their lives due to 9-11 related illness. So this yeah. is really not just history. This is still going on. Sure. Well, how did it get to, you know, here we are sitting in northern Kentucky. So what was the link and, and how did it get here and how does that interplay in this? Uh, great question. So <laughs> I am married to a police officer slash firefighter. He is now um has retired but continues to work as a firefighter and he read about Stephen's story in a firefighting magazine Mm -hmm. many many years ago and had always said it would be really cool to go do this run in New York and we talked about it we weren't runners we you know we'd never been to New York but it was just something that he was drawn to sure and actually in 2012 we were sitting in church and our preacher told Stephen's story as part of his sermon and we sort of felt like that was our calling to like okay you really need to do this and that very same day I saw on Facebook they were having a run in Cincinnati yeah we signed up we did it and uh we were part of that event for the three years that it existed and Mm -hmm. then they did not continue it it was actually when the city of Crescent Springs 
donated or um, dedicated the Northern Kentucky 9-11 Memorial at the park there that Bill and I felt like, okay, this is our push to bring a run back to the area and this is where it needs to be. Yeah. So very cool. And I remember Leslie asking me, saying, "Hey, I want to do this run. I want to bring it to Northern Kentucky. Can can you help? Will you be a part of it?" And I, when she told me about the cause and the story, I was like, "For sure, we're in." Right. And uh, I mean, for anyone that's not been to one of these events, I've done a lot of different races, a lot of different events, and there's some really cool ones out there. But this is probably one of the most just not moving like and touching. It's just, yeah. I mean, I think it's really interesting. You know, to me, it feels like 9-11 was yesterday. Yeah. And I think any of us that lived through it were like, wow, I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. I had my daughter there last year, and I think she knows about it for sure. We've talked to her about it and everything, but I think it was really impactful for her to see, because along the course, there's photos mm-hmm. of the fallen first responders, uh, for her to hear from a, a New York firefighter. I mean, it was really impactful. So I think it's really cool. Um, and I know that's one of the missions you're going to talk about, kind of one of the initiatives is not only remembering, but bringing it to the forefront for youth, right? Absolutely. You know, on September 12th, I think we all started saying, we'll never forget. Yeah. You know, there were t-shirts, there were bracelets, there were, uh, that was kind of the slogan, we'll never forget. Sure. And here we are 21 years later, and a lot of people have kind of moved on. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, my kids a lot of years have not had any discussion about it at school on 9-11, which to me is heartbreaking. Sure. Um, So when Bill and I started this, um, even when we started in Cincinnati, but when we brought the run here, one of our primary goals was to educate young people. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been there all five years. My kids have run the race. Yeah all five years. Well, this will be our fifth year. So uh, this is a family affair for us. I think because we're a first responder family, my kids get it. They can relate to what these families faced. Mm -hmm. They understand in a very responsible, um, not fearful way that what their dad does is dangerous what's at stake sure. yeah absolutely and we've made sure from a very young age even before we were part of this that they knew about 9-11 and some people want to shelter their kids from it right. because yeah. you know it's it's a bad thing there yeah. were bad sure. people but this organization is about just the opposite mm-hmm. it's yeah. about the heroes of 9-11 all the brave men and women who are willing to go in and you know not just the first responders but there were a lot of just everyday Mm -hmm. civilians who stepped up and became heroes that day and that is what is important to teach our children you know we need to teach them the stories we need to show them the faces because if we if we don't then we will forget if our next generation doesn't know about it it's not going to carry on and i think seeing the ripple effect of something good that can come from something bad i know tunnel to towers one of their missions is developing handicap accessible homes and Uh, seen a lot of stories about that but they're kind of venturing into I don't say new territory but they have some really exciting new things going on don't they absolutely you know just when you think we've done all that we can um, Frank Siller our CEO comes up with these amazing new projects and they're all successful which is the most amazing part of it Um, but So the program does have three separate initiatives that we've had up until this year. Um, The smart home program that you mentioned, Matt, Mm -hmm. which builds builds, um, 
specially adapted homes for our catastrophically injured soldiers. So these are men and women who have suffered tremendous injuries in battle, maybe, you know, injured by an IED, suffer multiple amputations, and they build specially adapted homes for them to live independently. Um, And they've been doing that for probably 10, 12 years now. Um, They have added since then a fallen first responder program uh, to pay off the mortgages of first responders who die in the line of duty and um, leave behind small children. And the whole, you know, leaving behind children is because Stephen was a father of five. Yeah. You know, he left a wife and five children. His youngest was only, was less than a year old on 9-11. So um, it's really important to them that they take care of these families who are absolutely, absolutely. And uh, then the Gold Star Family Program, which is very similar, but for families of our military who are killed in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the foundation has a goal to deliver 1,000 mortgage-free homes by the end of this year. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. And then um, what you were alluding to, Matt, the program they announced this year is uh, – the initiative to end homelessness among our veterans. Wow. Um, you know, veteran homelessness is a, a huge issue. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're looking to build communities that not only provide them a home, but also the support they need, access to resources, yeah. mental health resources, uh, medical resources, the things that they are really lacking. It's to support them wholly, not yeah. just put a roof over their head. Yeah. Right. You were telling me a little bit about um, some land, a parcel of land that was donated. Um, tell our listeners about that because that just sounded so large number. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the Let Us Do Good Village, obviously named after the um, the motto of our foundation, there was a parcel of land, 77 acres in central Florida that was donated to the foundation uh, by an anonymous donor. And they are working to develop over 100 mortgage-free homes in a community center there. Um, So it is a community that will be, uh, you know, partially smart homes, partially first responders, veterans, um, Gold Star families, all living in a community together with the resources that they need. Wow. And all mortgage-free. That is so cool. I mean, any one of those initiatives, I think, would be just tremendously honorable. But right. the fact that the organization is pursuing so many of them is just really, really cool. It's huge. Yeah. So the local event, yeah. give our listeners a little bit. What's coming up here in a number of weeks? Yes, it's coming up quickly. Yeah. So on September 10th. We will have our fifth annual uh, Northern Kentucky Tunnel to Towers 5K run and walk. Um, It takes place at the Crescent Springs Community Park, like Mm -hmm. we mentioned earlier, where the Northern Kentucky 9-11 Memorial is. Um, Don't be scared about the fact that this is a 5K. This this is not something that you have to run. This is an experience. This is about remembering the fallen. It is about honoring our first responders and our military who continue to serve us. This is a family-friendly event. It is open yeah. to all ages. Like you said, your daughter ran last year. Mm-hmm. My kids have run. Let's see, Hillary's 11, so she started running this six years ago. Yeah. And yeah. I so. would say if you're in a family and you have one runner or one walker or nobody is even going to do the event, just even just there. coming out to be on the grounds yeah. um, to see 
again, just the, the number of first responders that come, the number of firefighters that come and actually run in their equipment. Yep. To, yes, that know, that's a tribute to Stephen. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how this started. The firefighters wear their gear yeah. to experience what he experienced on 9-11. Yeah, and just seeing, again, just seeing the, you know, 9-11 Memorial is really cool at that park. And, again, the signs, I think, you know, just the whole color guard presentation the event really just from start to finish is very moving and very impactful and i would say if you've never experienced it really come out and just see it um for sure definitely a great event to get involved with i think the course is good feedback from runners are always that they enjoy it and it's a it's a great event to run if you're a hardcore runner but if you're on the periphery or on the edge it's still worth coming out and and you know, we're always looking for volunteers, mm-hmm. too, if this is something you feel called to be a part of. Yeah. We are always looking for volunteers. Um, you can donate as yeah. well. Even if you can't run, you for can sure. donate. Uh, one of the things that all of our runners, when they register, is they create a fundraising page. Mm-hmm. Um, so people can donate to somebody they know. They can donate just to the general event. Um, one of the initiatives of the foundation is they they want to get everybody to donate $11 a month. Wow. You know, if everybody That's in the awesome. country donated yeah. $11 a month, we could take care of all of these families, sure. the veterans, the yeah. Gold Star families, yeah. the first responder families. We could do it all. And something I think that's very important to know when you are donating money is where your money's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have a four-star rating with Charity Navigator, which is the highest rating. And more than 94 cents of every dollar donated goes directly into these programs. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, when you give your money, you can feel good about the fact that it is really going to support the cause Uh, Our CEO, Frank Siller, is an uncompensated volunteer. So, you know, the the goal here is really to get as much as we can into these programs. Very cool. Well, I think everyone out there, I mean, with that umbrella of first responders, military, police, fire, your family in some way at some point in your life has relied on those services. We all obviously, military, protect us to be free and, and live the way we do in our country and I think at this time, it's so important that we just get behind and support those organizations. Well, thank you. And, you know, like I said, I really would love kids to get involved. So kids can walk, they can run, they can volunteer if they need service hours. Oh, absolutely. Um, Another cool thing that the foundation is doing is they have a mobile 9-11 exhibit. Oh, wow. Um, It's a semi-truck that opens up and you can walk through and it is... Um, run by mostly previous um, FDNY firefighters, okay. guys who lived through 9-11, who yeah. can show you the the pictures and the, you know, the artifacts in the exhibit, but also tell the story. their story. Yeah. Um, it travels around the country and uh, just provides education. It is going to be at the Kentucky State Fair, okay. um, awesome. I believe, starting August 8th I can get you the details okay. to okay. to yeah. put here yeah. but um, if anybody is going to be in that area you know it's not too far from here and it is a really great opportunity to see and to learn especially for people who can't make it to New York that's oh, yeah. awesome yeah I think it's uh it's been neat to see the number of teachers uh, at the different organization at the different events over the years that have brought their classrooms or like their um, sports teams too yeah, yeah running organizations different cross-country or track teams it's a great way to for you know those teams to do training so to our coaches out there listening 
you know, think about getting your teams involved. I think it's a it's a great event to support. Absolutely. Yeah. My Simon Kenton cheerleaders are my big yeah. uh, supporters. I always have to give them a shout out because they are there cheering the uh, the runners the finish, on. Yeah. And, you know, I think they get as much out of it as they give. For sure. Um, I know my daughter's cross country team is going to be there yeah. this year at, awesome. on that event. They've they've taken that weekend off so they awesome. can participate. Awesome. So. Um, you know, we're really pushing to get the kids out there because they're the next generation for this. That's awesome. Well, we'll put all the information for the event and uh, contact information for Tunnel to Towers in the episode notes. So uh, if you're listening and, and you feel moved to donate or be a part of the event, we would love to have the support. There's yeah. plenty of time to sign up still. So That's yes, right. Yes, we, s- yeah. we still have plenty of time. Yep. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming by, Leslie. Thanks for talking with us. Thank you, guys. Awesome. We'll speak next time. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms. And until next time, keep it moving.